Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our text for this day is Ephesians chapter 5. Here again the part that reads, Take no part of the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. You may be seated. I stood in the kitchen with potato chips spread all over the floor. You see, I wanted a little snack, and there wasn't anything open, so I found a new bag of chips. Our kids probably don't remember when life was simpler and you bought that box with two wax paper bags, you know, and you pull them apart so easily with a nice opening. And then came the little tougher plastic bags that were in there, and, but you could still get a pretty nice opening there as well. And then came those new plastic bags. Now even some with resealable strips. You cannot rip them open when you pull them apart, try to pull them apart? Well, some people can, and I did, and it spilled all over the floor. And then I noticed at the top, it says, cut here. Now I see. We want things to work out well in our lives, and we want it to work well in the lives of our loved ones. But what do you do so that you do not lose them? Ephesians, the Ephesians rejoiced in the good news of Jesus Christ. But now they are faced with the reality of living the Christian life in a pagan world. Being a Christian comes at a cost with the potential of loved ones shunning you, losing your job, and other things as well. You see... When you become a Christian, people look at you differently. And that's what was happening with the Ephesians as well. They are light in Christ. And if they live out who they are in Christ, they will expose the darkness of others. And that is true for us as well. Now, there are a few challenges in our English translation here that are not helpful as we consider the effects of the Christian life. First, if you look on the back of your bulletin, are the words, try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Well, that's good, and indeed we should. However, that's not what the Greek says. It is more like approve of what, the Lord, what is pleasing to the Lord. In other words, you don't have to go hunting for it and wonder if it is unclear what is good and right and true is obvious. There are things in the Bible, of course, that we don't understand. But it's not because the Bible is unclear. It is because of our own understanding, or I should say, our lack of understanding. Not only this, there are plenty of things that are clear that we do understand. We don't have to take on what we don't understand right away. In fact, Luther gives this advice. If you don't understand something, as you're reading through the Scriptures, praise God 
and go on. However, there is much that is clear. So Paul points out, approve what is pleasing to the Lord. And that's a challenging thing, especially in the world that we live today. And it was for the Ephesians as well. Sometimes we don't want to understand or even say because we are afraid of the consequences of the darkness being exposed. Our darkness, the darkness of our sin, or the sin of a loved one, because we're afraid we'll lose the relationship. And God knows the danger. Therefore, Paul writes, it is shameful even to speak of the things that you do in secret. And you yourselves know what is shameful. Think about how uncomfortable it is to talk about procedures that are done those who are going through a sex change or two women or two men having sex with each other, you know it would be to speak to a loved one, especially a family member who's considering or even involved in it. Yet you know how even difficult it is to speak about God-pleasing sex, let alone what is shameful. And yet the command is there, expose. That is the darkness the unfruitful work of darkness. Why expose them? Well, first, because the darkness of sin is dangerous and eternally deadly. It also makes life unfruitful, and you know what the Lord did to the unfruitful fig tree. It was cursed. And for those that are living in darkness already are living out the curse that makes life that way, unfruitful. Unnatural sexual relations don't give have children, and those who practice such things limit the passing on of the true faith. And so godly children are not produced or taught. And it ends in death apart from God's mercy and love and grace. And the Ephesians knew what their old life was like. Because they not only lived in darkness, but as Paul points out, they were darkness. In other words, you are what you did, and you did what you were. And that comes to the second point. When people are darkness, they encourage other people to do the same to become unfruitful. And you see how it is in the world today. We see how our world, as the LBGQ, LBGTQ and the transsexual movements gain more of a hearing. People don't like to be exposed, and they will fight to stay in the darkness, because the darkness always wants to defend itself and keep its deadly results secret. How then do we follow this command to expose the darkness? Well, Scripture has good advice, commands, 
as well as promises. In Matthew 18, Jesus said, If your brother sins, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you've gained your brother. In other words, speak first in private. And then again in Jude 22 to 23, And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by flesh. Jude encourages us always to start with mercy. Sometimes you simply have to rescue the person, but then the goal is always mercy. Again, Paul proclaims in Galatians chapter 6, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual are to restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch over yourselves, lest you too be tempted, and bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Two things here. First, we are to treat the person caught in sin with gentleness. And indeed, I know that is very, very difficult. Second, when we are working to restore a person, we too can be tempted, either one, not being gentle, or two, condoning the very thing, or condoning their sin. Ephesians 4.15 puts before us the goal Rather, speaking the truth in love, we grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. He is our goal. He is what we are always to see. I mentioned there are two difficulties with our translation this morning. First, of course, is not to discern, but to approve what the Lord's will is. But the second one is in the very last verse. Awake, O sleeper, arise from the dead. The problem really isn't with our translation or even the Greek. It is the way we look at things. Our sinful nature wants us to think that faith is our work or that we can make people believe or make people come to faith. And that becomes a heavy burden that we are not to bear. Otherwise, it will break us. Our frustration or even anger comes when we can't convince people to change their ways, especially when we know the consequences of their action. But again, conversion is not our work. We need to remember what Paul said earlier in his letter in Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, for it is by grace you've been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is a gift of God. It is a not result of works, so that no one can boast. Did you hear that? It, that is faith, is a gift of God. And this, being saved through faith, is not of your own doing. It's not of a result of anything that we do. They do. But it is God's work and faith. It's a gift. Treasure it. It is a miracle that comes by the word. Remember when Jesus went ahead and raised Jairus' daughter? What did he do? 
In Mark 5, 41, it records, taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha kumi, which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. Jesus spoke the word. It is his Holy Spirit through the word that makes things happen. And as we learned in John 3, when and where he wills. You see, it's only our responsibility to get the word out, to simply be who we are, that is, hearers and bearers of the light that is the light of Christ. If we believe we're already awake, then we already know that the Holy Spirit has been working in our lives. But our responsibility with the help of the Holy Spirit is not to let our faith and the faith of others fall back asleep, not to let the darkness take over again. Therefore, remain in Christ. And that's why we're here today. For the Lord proclaims that you are light, a light in the darkness, so that now I see. Yes, we see. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.